0: the desert of the real.
1: I am your host, Brian Hudson, and joining me is my co-host. Do you want to say your name?
0: Yeah, uh, Jason Dietz.
1: <laughs> Um, We are going to perform the task of watching a bunch of movies that Deets, Jason Deets, does not want to watch. <laughs>
0: Along with a couple of really good movies that Ryan has not seen.
1: Yes, yeah. Even if you love movies, it's almost impossible to see every movie.
0: Unless your wife is out of town and you just have, you know, yeah. weeks of time.
1: And you don't have little kids. That and also you don't helps. have little kids. Yeah, yeah. I always we have to wait for our kids to fall asleep and then um we watch half a movie and then fall asleep ourselves
0: yeah. <laughs> That's how i'm a little more you know disciplined than that right i don't fall asleep
1: <laughs> well our TV's in our bedroom so we're in so bed is my, oh really anyway it just takes discipline um so <laughs> to explain where this podcast comes from mostly it's dr Dietz, not he you haven't seen a blockbuster
0: in in how long? Probably. Um. Well, I don't know. I watched one last night. Yeah. But not yeah, not on purpose. Like I haven't actively sought out a blockbuster for a long time because they're all the same frickin' movie.
1: And, and that's where this podcast comes from: uh, the exploration of the most popular movies is there any artistic uh, uh any artistic applications to it i no, guess? i mean
0: there's art there's just not creativity there's not you know a depth of philosophy that doesn't they don't challenge the way that you think about the world they just throw some special effects and you know quote unquote acting and away they go and they make millions that's the point no they make
1: billions Billions.
0: yeah that's even more the point
1: so I am forcing (laughs) Jason to watch all the Marvel movies (laughs) all the Marvel movies (laughs) mostly for my (laughs) enjoyment but also to see if there is anything there
0: creative creatively um, Ethically. ethically philosophically philosophically Does it challenge your thinking?
1: Does it challenge thinking?
0: Yeah, so my uh, going-in opinion of that is no on all counts.
1: But we are one out of – how many are there?
0: Way more than there should be. (laughs) I think there's 32, you said.
1: Yeah. So I guess my Herculean task for – your Herculean. The, yes, my Herculean task for this podcast is to <laughs> see if I can keep Jason, uh, watching.
0: <laughs> After the first one, I'm kind of doubting it. Uh, and anyway,
1: we'll I see. can't wait to talk about that because I think the first one's good. What, like the Iron Man? Iron Man One. Yeah. I think it's one of the good ones.
0: Well, I wouldn't know. So. I also
1: don't want to like. Uh, poison the well because I do think there I are stinkers I don't think it could be no not for Iron more Man more
0: poisoned for I, me than oh, it already is so.
1: that's true I mean that's <laughs> there
0: are a few so in fairness <laughs> I already saw Iron Man in like 2008 or whenever
1: oh actually pause right there and
0: what? and I watched a couple of other early uh Marvel crap matic universe films and then i realized they were all literally the same plot with different faces. So, mm-hmm. i've already seen Iron Man before yesterday.
1: I wanted to ask you 2008 mm-hmm. Iron Man comes out. Yes. Where are you in 2008?
0: What's going on in your life back then? Uh 2008 um i my business had failed. Um i was just finishing up so i dropped out of college to buy a business it failed just finishing up my bachelor's degree in psychology in 2008
1: wow i didn't know all that (laughs) that's ooh interesting yeah
0: it was a rough those years you know 2006 7 and 8 were um as close to hell as i imagine i'm going to get in life yeah professionally right so yeah. It was rough.
1: Ask me where I was.
0: Where was you? In what? the womb.
1: I was in middle school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, it's the same thing, kind of. We're going to cut this part. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs>
1: I was... So, uh, I
0: am 20 years older, obviously. Yes. So, there you go. I'm old. Um, Balding. I was, I Although, remember. I have more hair than Ryan, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Probably. Not facial hair. <laughs>
1: Um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I remember being in eighth grade and looking forward to this movie. Oh, actually, way back then, you know, Jeff Bridges is in this.
0: Yeah, he's it's, the one redeeming thing, I think.
1: For the longest time, Jeff Bridges was the guy from Iron Man to me.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: It's like, oh, that's the guy from Iron Man.
0: Yeah, I'm a fan of Jeff Bridges.
1: Yeah, now it's kind of silly to think that because that's not like his – his main thing right. but to me in eighth grade he was like he's, oh he's Obi, he's the guy that was in iron man and now that yeah that's funny that i think about that uh so i guess a little background on the movie john favreau directed this um you like john favreau because he directed one of your favorite movies chef
0: oh yeah yeah i do then this was a apparently an early kind of abortive attempt at making a film but later he made chef so yeah so
1: his kind of projectory was he made elf big success it's a good one and they kind of they're like all right what else can we give you then he did zathura did you see zathura it's kind of like jumanji but in space
0: oh yeah the ripoff yeah
1: i think it's like a spiritual successor
0: or something well I didn't see it because it was Jumanji.
1: but the thing is he John Farrow proved he can do science fiction and then that gave him the boost his next movie was Iron Man so it's like because he was able to do uh, he made success elf he was a, successful with uh science fiction they gave him Iron Man wow and they, I don't know and there's and he recovered.
0: Right, Iron Man and made other movies that were good. So. Yeah, like
1: Iron Man 2. Just kidding. <laughs> That's one of the ones <laughs> I'm not coming. looking forward to, I'm being honest. Still coming. Uh, he did, yeah, he did Chef, which was like I want artistic Yeah, control. Chef is marvelous. But then he does Jungle Book, Lion King.
0: So when you say I like Jeff Favreau, I think what you mean <laughs> is I like a movie that <laughs> Jeff Favreau made. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: um okay so uh i don't know if you know this i know all the internet nerds know this already but like marvel sucks well marvel comic book famously (laughs) yes i did know that
0: i have a big box of them in my garage
1: would you ever read iron man comics no well
0: i have a couple but yeah no
1: yeah uh, they were kind of bankrupt in the 90s mm-hmm. and yep. they sold a bunch of rights and things here and there. So that's why Spider-Man is over here. X-Men was over there back in 2008. The, Both they,
0: of which were actually really good film sets. Right, yeah. Before, you know, Disney got all of them.
1: They started they're the precursors to this Yeah. you know phenomenon and now we're in the d de- i don't know if you're watching the news we're in the d de- decline of superhero movies probably i sure hope so because they're a lot of bombed a Good. lot of bombs Good.
0: um anyway that means that you know creativity might re, re- be reborn
1: right with iron well, man remake
0: actually <laughs> actually start creating again that would be nice
1: i don't know if that's possible um we're too too far gone past no I don't
0: believe that
1: but uh, Marvel decided to be their own film studio with this movie and I'm I'm sure I'm missing details but they were like we don't need a studio we'll just be Marvel Studios and see if it works it was kind of a gamble this movie to be like oh well, we'll be the studio and if it tanks we'll just go more in debt but it did not tank no and that's why but
0: like the biggest franchise, yeah, of all time,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Uh, so this movie, and then the next three or four, I don't know, until right before Avengers. Not Disney. Oh, okay. Disney bought them after right before Avengers okay. in 2012 for like five billion dollars. Mm. One of the most I saw someone say one of the most financially smart decisions in like studio history because they obviously have made their money back. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. So that's why this one, (laughs) there's like kind of a sex scene. Um, it's, I don't know. It's a little bit more non Disney. This, the, these next few before Disney buys them. That's why I was like, Oh, we're seeing like a woman's bare back right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they all, they're always a little violent, but I, 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 uh, there's one in the first captain America where a guy like gets chopped up in a propeller or something. And that's something you won't see in the Disney ones. Yeah. Anyway. So that's why this one's a, maybe a bit more edgy.
0: <laughs> well, I w I wouldn't know. I have, uh, as you're aware, like, uh, prejudice against PG 13 and R movies so i watch all of my movies edited and i'm sure we'll talk about that yeah and you know what do i lose or gain but so i don't know what sex scene is in iron man because i didn't see it
1: right i mean it's barely one but i remember as an eighth grader seeing that in theaters and my grandpa was with us and i was like this is awkward (laughs) (laughs) i imagine um anyway the but I was wondering. So you didn't see that even that part?
0: I don't know what um, you're talking about. Just, I saw uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's bare back. If that's what you're talking about. Oh no, not in that. the dress. It's,
1: yeah.
0: Okay. Well, you know, well we can... yeah.
1: anyway. So,
0: so was it super exciting and no, it's worthwhile? Just, it's for... like
1: this is the pre-Disney era. Still. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I
0: my my opinion on sex scenes is like ninety-nine percent of the time they have no point at all in the movie. So
1: yeah, you know what? I actually agree. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I'm sure most of the internet does
0: not agree. I'm aware of that. We're living in. In Pornlandia.
1: <laughs> um I I think we should start should start with like a quick recap of the plot.
0: Go for it. Well
1: this there's a lot of superhero origin stories.
0: Yeah, and that's actually one thing I enjoyed of the few things I enjoyed about Iron Man. I yeah. I like origin stories. Yeah. Oh so, interesting. Yeah, well they're the the creation of the character. Yeah. And so, you know, it's not a formula. It's never formulaic, as formulaic as some of the other stuff. Well, so Iron Man or Tony Stark gets kidnapped mm-hmm. and forced to make his Goliath bomb, Jericho yeah. bomb by uh, these terrorists. Um, but instead, he makes the Iron Man suit, breaks out, mm-hmm. um, and has a change of heart. Besides, yeah. he's not going to make uh, weaponry for killing little kids anymore. Right. Which I think is a good move. Yeah. Yep. And uh, what? Then he makes another Iron Man suit.
1: Yeah, there's a big chunk of this movie that's just kind of experimenting with the, the new suit, flying yeah. and stuff. Yeah.
0: Which was boring.
1: Boring? Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, then maybe you'll like the later ones because I, <laughs> I feel like... This one takes its time to develop stuff like that. Right. Oh, I mean, it could of... have
0: been not two hours pretty easily. <laughs> um, so, okay. yeah. So, then we spend an hour and a half, you know, flying around, testing the suit. And then, big surprise that wasn't a surprise to anyone, probably, Jeff Bridges' character is the bad guy. Yeah. Tried to kill Tony Stark. He built this in a cave! <laughs>
1: For the Box of Scraps! Yeah, I love Jeff
0: Bridges in this. He was really good. The
1: actor who he's talking to is the boy from A Christmas Story.
0: Peter Billingsley? (laughs) Yeah. Really? (laughs) That's who that is. That's funny. Well, I'm not Tony Stark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. You saw it
1: coming from a mile away? Oh, yeah. Is it because he's the only other famous person in the
0: movie? No. Well, no. Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. (laughs) Yeah. Um. No. Just, like, when... The second time he was on the screen, I'm like, okay, he's the bad guy because right. you know it's yeah. predictable and yeah. not creative at all. So it's
1: usually in movies if there's one f- more famous person who's not that's the bad, the bad guy, guy, that's the bad guy. Yeah.
0: like in I guess that's true. I didn't think of it that way. That's probably why.
1: Do you this? You'll see a trend starting to form from this. The bad guy is just a different version of the good guy, like. He's warmonger and he's in a big Iron Man suit. Right. How do you feel the bad guy was
0: as a bad guy? Um, well, if we're pretending like we're going into this blind and we haven't seen any of the you rest haven't. of it, I well, haven't, I have seen a couple, yeah, but okay, going into it. Um, I think Jeff Bridges, uh, can act. And so I was, I was pleased. I feel like he did a good, good, bad guy. Um, Robert Downey Jr. cannot act.
1: Oh, really? No.
0: Have you ever seen him play a character that wasn't basically the Iron Man character? Um, Womanizing, oh. smarter than you, uh, wise-cracking character. I'm pretty sure Robert Downey Jr. just plays himself in every movie he's in.
1: Interesting. So you?
0: So I don't like Robert Downey Jr. R.D.J. Yeah.
1: Did Did you know? John Favreau, the, he had a fight to get him in this movie. Oh. They didn't want him in this movie. Well, and they he's should like, have nope, gone with we got to do it.
0: Uh, first and instinct.
1: At the time, 2008, uh, 2008 Didn't comic he just get nurse. out of rehab or something? <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he's friends with John Favreau. Um, oh,
0: nepotism. That's how he yeah. became Iron Man.
1: I don't know. I like him as Iron Man. You would. I know. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm a pretty low standard. I'm reflecting on the rest of the series. Yeah,
0: which I don't know. So maybe he gets better. Yeah, less masochistic and mean, and or misogynistic. That's what I meant. (laughs) He's not massive. Well, he is kind of masochistic. He likes pain. No, he likes other people's pain. Oh. Um hold on. I mean, he made a whole bunch of money on other people's pain.
1: Yeah? I mean, uh, we'll get into it, but the is there a message there? Is there do you think the movie has a message that? Oh yeah. That? I mean,
0: obviously it doesn't hide <laughs> is it, it successful at all. in its message? Um Well, see, that's so um so my degree, my doctorate is in rhetoric and composition.
1: Your doctorate degree. Yes. I know I knew you, you said were going to come wanna, up with I want to emphasize. <laughs> so, yes.
0: Um and so I uh, like I can no longer watch anything, listen to anything without analyzing what are they trying to convince me of and how are they doing it and how successful was it? Um and so with Iron Man, like the Moral of the story is, you know, don't profit from other people's pain or whatever, right? Um, uh, It was, you know, very obvious that that's what it was. There was no, like, it wasn't hidden in any way, Uh, which, you know, I guess is a good move, except for um, most rhetoric that is straightforward um, and un, you know unshaped only will appeal to the people that already believe that Mm. um and so if the movie was trying to convince us don't you know cause other people pain to benefit from yourself the only people that would likely buy that are the people that already believe it so
1: sounds like with that argument There'd be no movies, no books that could convince anyone about anything.
0: Well, I mean, it depends on the st- like the strategy, like the, mm. the rhetorical approach that they take. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of movies that are incredibly persuasive um, because they're not uh, openly didactic, openly, you know, this is what I want you to think by the time you're done.
1: Okay, I see what you're saying. Sounds like when I hear you say it, you think of it like a fairy tale. No, like a folk tale. This is the moral of yeah, the story. Yeah, a fable, yeah. But, hmm.
0: I don't know. What did you think the moral was, or the purpose, or the message?
1: I think my main one is, I guess, about, um, not ego, but about humbling yourself. He was forced to humble oh, himself. really? Okay. He was forced to change his perspective. And it, Wait, when of,
0: did he humble himself?
1: When he was in the cave. Like, he's in the cave at the beginning, and he literally okay, well, has... He,
0: he, I don't think he learned that, because he didn't come out of the cave humble.
1: But he the first thing he did was stop making weapons, as his company is like, we're no longer oh, making so his, weapons.
0: His mea culpa is his humility, and then from then on... I mean, he's even insulting to his robots that he makes. <laughs> he's literally the least humble yeah. person I think I've ever seen in a film.
1: But, okay, here's the thing. That's what I mean. But he is changing somewhat. He finally sees Pepper Potts for the first time afterwards. As a like, woman. As, like, yeah, use. like, wow. Yeah. Well, as more than just a servant, apparently. Like,.
0: I don't know. I, I'm not convinced that he, he does.
1: But he sees, the the like, speaking of the robots that help him, he, like, says thank you to, it. like, he has, he, he's like, I'm going to sell you uh, to MIT, whatever. Right. <laughs> and then hands no, it hands I don't like when he's it's making genius, this yeah. final
0: repair or whatever the crap, he's like, you are completely worthless. You are totally, <laughs> like, he's insulting to his robots. He's insulting to the women that he uses. Right. Uh to his public. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I Okay, agree to disagree. Okay. We we'll, we can pretend like his character becomes humble.
1: Um and I guess the first thing he chooses to do like after he makes the announcement like we're not we're not making weapons anymore. He he learns because the bad guy Jeff Bridges was keeping information away from him that like oh, they're still using our weapons he goes to like stop them right i don't know i feel like that's kind of um the moment where he's trying to do something he's atoning yeah he's He's not tony is atoning (laughs)
0: uh-huh okay so we can just test this theory of yours out okay what are the last four words of the film i am iron man that's all you need to know. He had the cards in front of him yep. that could have hidden it, right. but his pride would not allow him to say, Oh, I was on a beach by myself yeah. with my assistant. He had to claim the glory and the power he and was all being of the.
1: Honest.
0: Oh,
2: jeez.
1: You want to know something about that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sure. That, that wasn't yeah. in the script. RDJ, he decided to do that. It's not like a, oh the camera didn't know it was about to happen type of thing, hmm. but that was decided when they were making it, when they were filming it. Oh, cool. And I think I know I get what you're saying, but it's also that makes it stand out from other superhero movies. Like and two, everyone else is hidden. Yeah, two thousand eight. We've seen Spider-Man, uh, Batman is like the Dark Knight came out the same year. Yes. And Batman is famously undercover. Yeah. i think it's makes it more interesting we now have a superhero where everyone knows who it is yeah so i think that's kind of cool
0: it is it's just you know not humble
1: hmm well what about in this? my opinion yeah no that's the point of this podcast why <laughs> <laughs> jason Dietz doesn't like the movie <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um
0: which just is- Anyhow, <laughs> that's not a, a humble premise to begin with. So. You're,
1: yeah, I know. It's also he's a billionaire, and he's not, still a, not me, Tony. Yeah, Tony's a yeah. billionaire, and it's I'm like a
0: high school English teacher. <laughs>
1: maybe should we feel sympathy for billionaires? Just kidding. Oh,
0: absolutely. <laughs> Poor Tony Stark.
1: I know. Maybe you should. It's like the Batman thing. Like, right. You, why don't you just donate your money instead of? <laughs> building of a... there we go um, what about the spectacle of it all
0: um i think that's what uh the whole marvel franchise is based on mm-hmm. um so i mean the spectacle was it was fine yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know it was I... visually uh appealing yeah
1: yeah i just think i don't know i i was rewatching it cuz i like i like this one I don't like everyone. I wanna.
0: Oh, that's good to know. <laughs>
1: in fact, we might be running into a, a few stinkers here. Like thirty one of them. Um, like right when he's in the cave, I was like, "This seems a little visceral." Like he pulls a thing out of his nose. Is mm. to carry a car battery. Yeah. At first. Yeah, um, I
0: enjoyed. I thought that part was really interesting.
1: Yeah, I was like, yeah. "This feels gritty." Yeah, and I liked I, that that's why and it's i thought the whole escape is so cool where um like someone shoots his leg he's forced to like he's his his suit is stopping yeah. but he like has a switch he has to click and then he flies out i like that whole escape i thought it I thought it was exciting and then
0: it was exciting It wasn't logical, but
1: yeah, it (laughs) was exciting. He would have died when he landed. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's exactly what I said. Uh, You
0: hit the ground, and I'm like, "Well, he's tomato soup, and now we're done." And no, no.
1: Okay, well, I think we have different levels of our suspension of disbelief.
0: If the movie doesn't suck, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief.
1: So, what did that part break?
0: So, okay, so the premise or the, like the the whole idea of superheroes generally Mm. is that they live in a normal world right? with normal, you know, physics and normal, whatever. Um, and so anytime there's not an ex like an explicable reason for them to survive or whatever, I can't suspend that. Mm. So like, for example, at some one point, Tony's, you know, very first test of his rocket boots or whatever, yeah. and he flies and slams into a concrete wall behind him, yeah. he's
1: dead. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, if you fall in a frickin' iron suit from, you know, I don't know, 20, 30 stories up and you hit the ground, you're dead. Uh-huh. Even if you didn't have a suit, you're dead. But right. now you're slamming into this iron <laughs> plating. no, no. So, anyhow, but I realize I'm, you know, in the minority, requiring logic, logic f- yeah. from, you know, superhero movies.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, in, yeah, sk- superhero movies, there's a lot of give and take with that type of stuff. Yeah.
0: Like, it's like an action movie. Right, it's like action an action. movie. don't make sense either. You just have to
1: sometimes be like, well, he survived that. <laughs> I think this one's not egregious, though.
0: No, there were I was watching actively for that. I think there're only two those two places yeah. where I'm like, "Nope, he's dead." Right. <laughs> so, it wasn't bad.
1: My favorite example of that though is in Fast and Furious 7. They're on a cliff and they're surrounded and then Dom drives the car off the cliff. Bang, oh. <laughs> bang, 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 They just walk out unscratched. Yeah, no, no. <laughs>
0: um anyway. So another thing um that I watch for yeah. uh, when I'm watching movies is do they succeed in creating the emotion that they're trying to create. Okay. Um and so in this I think the the main like scene that I felt like they were trying to create tension, in this case like that tense feeling uh, was when uh, Jeff Bridges' character took his heart. Mm -hmm. And you know he's supposed to be you know, struggling or whatever, trying to survive without his heart until yeah. he can plug the heart in. Um, I feel like the movie failed almost completely at creating that, oh my gosh, he's gonna die maybe. Right. Um and so at that point I watched this with my kids. I actually stopped the movie, I'm like, Okay, let me show you how this is done correctly. And so, um one of my favorite movies is What Lies Beneath. I don't right. know if you've seen, seen that. that yeah. Um, the bathtub Scene with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, and she's been, you know, paralyzed kind mostly with the drug, and the water's rising, and she's got to get somehow out of the plug and get out of the water before she dies. Yeah. That is, is she going to survive? Well done. I don't think this movie did. Is Tony going to survive really (laughs) at all well? Mm. Um, So that was another kind of. Big issue that I had is they kind of failed to create in me the emotion they were going for.
1: Did you make your family watch uh, that scene from that other movie? Yeah. Oh, in yeah. the middle of this movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. That well, I
0: mean, there's greatness, and then, yeah. you know, you right. need to recognize when there's not greatness.
1: I know. Here's I, We've talked about this before, but it's this whole, part of the reason this podcast exists is. Is there any benefit for action movies if you know what's going to happen oh, at the end? Or
0: no, superhero I think movies? All action movies. Not all. There have been a couple. But I think for the most part, action movies are the worst example of the death of creativity. <laughs>
1: Which is. What we will be talking about 32 times if we make it that far. (laughs) I'm dubious, but we'll see. see. We don't have any more
0: storyline than this.
1: I know. Um, No, there are some I do like a lot. Um,
0: So I don't know why they can't make more like the Dark Knight stuff. mm -hmm. I think uh, they should turn the whole MCU over to Chris Nolan um, and let him do it. Because he knows how to do it. Like don't, he makes amazing superhero movies.
1: I, th- I don't think you could give him enough money to do that.
0: Yeah. Or, you know... Yeah. Anyhow. The
1: Secret Glue, though... Uh, the He's just a producer at this one. Ex- I, maybe even... Ex- Kevin Feige, his little name appeared. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything to you, but he's he's the guy behind all the Marvel. He's He doesn't tell them what to do, necessarily, but he's the one that... Make sure we follow this thread. Make sure this connects here.
0: So if we want to stop the Marvel juggernaut, he's yeah. the guy we have now, to. Now,
1: I kid you not, the movies will say a Kevin Feige production. Ugh. But right now, it's just at the end of the credits, Kevin Feige is listed as a producer. Yeah, He's the secret sauce. And DC, they want their own Kevin Feige. And they just hired a new guy, uh, James Gunn. who's He'll come up later in this podcast. No, uh, sure but that they're hoping for the similar thing. So I guess here's my final thought. Maybe why I like this movie. I think this isn't just a superhero movie. I think this is a good science fiction movie. I think almost above all the other Marvel, this is like a science fiction movie where yeah, it's like, I we're building a robot, uh robot suit. Um it's about, yeah, and the very, even the end, oh man, this is why I just think it's exciting, I guess. I'm like, it's oh, a, sure, yeah. a, a golden retriever energy. Where yeah. it's like, I, I think it's fun when he flies up into the atmosphere because it was already set up before that you'll freeze over. Oh, he got the bad guy. Nope. He's still yeah. free. He's taken off his suit. And I love, especially reflecting on the other ones, like his suit's out of power. That it's. I love it because it kind of makes it seem more realistic, you know. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) to a degree. He's he his face is exposed, his hands exposed. Yeah, and it's that that didn't kill the bad guy. It's oh we have to destroy the thing that my dad made, you know. Maybe stepping into his own shoes a little bit. Yeah, but you know it's exciting. I think that's where a lot of it comes. But I guess even well maybe not more than the Guardians of the Galaxy, but this is the most science fiction. It gets and it feels somewhat realistic
0: yeah yeah Uh, like i said with the exception of those two moments i feel like Mm -hmm. this is this is um possible i guess in the next you know 50 years or whatever Mm -hmm. um so yeah and science fiction is my second favorite genre yeah uh behind horror movies um yeah. So I did appreciate that. So, um my letter box was two and a half. Yeah. Out mine's... Of five. Yours is, you know. <laughs> mine's four and a half.
1: I like this one so
0: good. Um the two and a half uh for me came from Jeff Bridges. Uh the science fictionness uh of it. Um and I found myself caring in the first I don't know, 25 minutes in the cave um, I really enjoyed the cave uh, uh, the minus two and a half you've got Robert Downey Jr. who can't act
1: yeah we'll see um, I don't know I, I, I've i never thought he was a bad actor before
0: well I mean like I, I'll reiterate can you think of a film with Robert Downey Jr. in it that he is not the basic Iron Man character mm. I thought last night, and I couldn't come up with one. He's right. always the playboy uh womanizer, smart, yeah. wise cracking, better than everyone else guy. Mm. so people that are the same thing in all of their films, I don't think that's acting. I think they're just being themselves and they happen to be you know marketable,
1: yeah, okay I
0: think Jack Black can't act.
1: I like Jack black
0: though I mean I like occasionally like Jack Black. Have you seen, this is small doses.
1: This is a tangent. Have you seen the Jumanji movies with Jack yeah. Black? I think he's so fun with yeah when he's a teenage girl. Yeah, <laughs> I just we just rewatched those. Like, man, he's so fun.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so the uh, yeah, so the the actor just not being able to act. I'm sure will come up multiple times in mm-hmm. in this. I yeah. mean, but you've got Jeff Bridges, Gwyneth Paltrow, obviously. Uh, she can act. She's a lot of different characters in her various movies, so you had two out of three. Yeah, which is pretty good.
1: Yeah, d- the, his driver was John Fabro, like the d- oh, director. Really? That's the director. Oh okay. Yeah, and there's well, not really. He's another... a better
0: actors than Robert Downey Jr. I'm just <laughs> kidding.
1: <laughs> there's not really another guy, or another actor, I should say. That's just the three of them. Hmm. Um stan lee he yeah of made his course name. he was hugh hefner good old stan lee <laughs> i i just want the documentary on disney plus just came out about him mm-hmm. i watched that was it the, good it's kind of interesting yeah it's basically all made from just interviews he made in the past right and it's because he talked a lot yeah but he made a lot of characters like he made Iron Man. oh yeah
0: he made yeah tons
1: so it's cool to see stan lee yeah. um Pop up them. in all these. Did you know he's mm-hmm. he's got a little cameo.
0: Little cameo in everyone until
1: he, because he's dead now. But right.
0: I think they filmed didn't they film cameos for all of the planned MCU? Uh, I movies? I think
1: after he died there was one more he was in because he's not he hasn't oh. been in the recent ones. Um. Uh. Yeah. So is there any creativity in this movie?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Um, not in the plot structure, uh, but I mean, obviously, like you, any we have good science fiction, we have creativity because mm. that doesn't currently exist. Um, and so they're taking, for the little heart thing, they're taking current technology and saying, okay, what could, could. This be, yeah, you know, in the future, right? Um, so yeah, for sure, we've got that. His little, little mind paralyzer thing that Jeff Bridges uses, yeah, that's um, kind of cool, that's creative. Um, uh, as far as like the character himself, I guess, um, when Stan Lee created him, it was a creative character, yeah. Um, there are, in my opinion, too many similarities between. Uh Batman and Iron Man for either of them to be like truly creative characters on their own, not even Batman um they're the same character, yeah, same backstory, just one I mean, they even use science uh Batman less obviously than Iron Man, yeah, it's the same character, so um, but yeah, as far as the science goes uh for sure, uh a lot of creativity there.
1: So so <laughs> we will see. Do you want me to I I kinda don't want to tell you which ones I don't like. Yeah, you shouldn't. I shouldn't. Because yeah. I want you to stick around. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna try my best to go into these blind as possible. Blind as possible. So yeah.
1: This next the next one is the Incredible Hulk.
0: Which I've also seen, You've seen back in back in the day. Two thousand nine or whenever it came out
1: and it's did you see the other hulk maybe we should i saw the one with jennifer
0: connelly in it okay whichever one that is
1: that's the one in the mcu okay and we'll talk about it when we talk about the movie but there's the ang lee hulk movie that came out before this and it's technically not a part of the mcu okay but at the same time it's also it's weird it's Anyway, we'll talk about it when we talk Hulk. Okay. <laughs> See if there's anything <laughs> that we find in Hulk, um, but yeah, is that everything we have to say about Iron Man?
0: Um, Can you yeah, be- I think so.
1: Can you believe it started the most successful franchise in movie history?
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, it was all, like it was a solid movie. Um, it was interesting, as you said. It was exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I can I can see it.
1: Are there any wh- final thing? Are there any other ethical quandaries worth bringing up? Ethics? Yeah. Does it say anything about ethics?
0: Um, I am the one. One of several things I'm not really looking forward to is like the the and this is kind of a standard objection, but the objectifying of both male and female characters, Mm. um, I think it's like, it's done. I think we should stop doing that because, um, I mean, we're aware of the damage that it does. Um, because like, so, okay. So the, okay. I do have one other thing. Um, Movies and like video generally um, is kind of like a straight shot into your subconscious. Mm. Um, Your your mind is less active watching TV than it is when you're asleep. And so anything that is on that screen, if you're not critically watching it, like you're not asking questions and, you know, do I accept this, goes straight in. And so, women and men have been fed this steady diet of, you are a body, Mm -hmm. and if your body's not attractive, you're not worthwhile. Um, And Iron Man, I mean, obviously does that in spades, like he sleeps with the reporter and Mm -hmm. uh you know his I think at one point Gwyneth Paltrow says something like yeah I I know you you know sleep with a lot of women which is fine it's not fine yeah I think it's old I think it's done I think we need to move on and stop programming our you know our world that all we are is a body to be used Mm. so that's the big ethical issue for me
1: I I agree we might get into some issues with Iron Man too, though, and it's, like, worse. Oh, <laughs> You'll goody.
0: see. Um, the other interesting ethical issue is um, is do you have the right to take the law into your own hands? Yeah. If, if you have the power to correct something that no one else can, do you have the right to do that? Do right. you have the obligation to do that? Do you have the responsibility? Like with, um,
1: with, like, with great power comes great responsibility yeah (laughs) Um,
0: but just do you or should you or can you um and i'm aware that that's a a running theme
1: yeah there's actually so in a later movie that's like the main theme in a later one it's which we won't i won't say which one it we'll talk later
0: um Um, but i think that this movie's answer to that um was I think it was a good answer, um, because the only people that got hurt were the people that were hurting mm. um other people. Yeah. Ooh. When Iron Man kinda took the law into his own hands. Yeah. So I thought that was a that was a good answer to the question. If you can manage to, you know, correct the problem without hurting anyone else. Yeah. I think that's a that's a defensible answer, I think.
1: I like that. Uh, I was thinking this will be my final note, but we both teach high schoolers. Yes. we're both high school teachers. Yes, this movie came out in 2008. We're getting to the point where our students might not have seen this movie growing up because they were they they will just be kids. Like they are
0: yeah, they we're are probably close to they weren't even born, aren't? Yeah, we, <laughs> we are. Yeah. I
1: think seen anyway. There, it's getting to the point where they weren't kids when this came out they were toddlers or babies or not born yet right so this was this movie was a pre smartphone era movie which is nuts kind of um just i guess how technology's changed but how society has changed since the beginning of this movie it's like but the other thing is you can't we can't assume every single student has seen this anymore i right. feel like you used to be able to kind of assume that Everyone's seen Star Wars, everyone's seen yada, yada yada, but not anymore. Yeah. there's a lot of content out there,
0: yeah, there is
1: and <laughs> Sadly. and I'm forcing you to watch these, <laughs> but still i still don't know why, but <laughs> mostly for my benefit <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully you uh, got what you wanted i yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. I will say there there are a few I'm very excited to talk about. Well, don't on. tell me what I won't are. tell you which ones are my favorite, but this one is. I'll say this: this one's one of my favorite. Yeah, four and a half stars. Yeah, is what I like it. this one a lot. Anyway, how do we sign off? I don't
0: know. Should we should just go be creative.
1: Imagine us think thinking. critically. Go be creative. Think what? critically. Think critically. <laughs> uh, that's what we'll say every single time.
0: <laughs> go think critically. Don't be programmed by the movies that you watch.
1: Perfect. <laughs>